Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode originally aired on December 2nd, 1953. Now, George, what is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is face. F-A-C-E. Really? You bet your life. Groucho Marx in You'll Bet Your Life, a comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood and brought to you by the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers, the dealers who now have on display the outstanding 1954 DeSoto Automatic with fully automatic power flight transmission and the all-new 1954 Plymouth, your best buy in the low-priced field. And now, here he is, the one, the only... One of nature's noblemen. Oh, that's me. Well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples. Well, Groucho, we went looking in our audience tonight for grandparents. You and, did, huh? Yes, well, and as a result... You're really getting old. <laughs> <laughs> well, we found one. He's Mr. Earl Pollock, and we'd like him to meet you, Groucho. Mm-hmm. His partner is Helen Wilde. So, folks, would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Mr. Earl Pollock and uh, Helen Wilde. Helen, you're a very attractive girl. Where are you from uh, originally? Monroe, Louisiana. Monroe, Louisiana? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, where is that? Is that in the bayou country? Yes. In fact, I lived right across the street from one of the bayous. Is that so? Did anybody buy you anything while you were down there? Not hardly. <laughs> Did you tell us something about this uh, country? For example, what did you do down there when you were a girl? Uh, when I was a little girl, um, it was real bad days then, and I used to work in the berry fields and help my family. What do you mean Picking by strawberries. Bad days? And, well, you know, depression. Times were tough, huh? That's right. And I used to pick berries, strawberries and blackberries and different uh, things. Mm-hmm. How old are you now, Helen? You said you don't look much over 20. I'm 34. 
Thirty-four? Mm-hmm. Really, well, we don't look it, but we're about the same age. And... <laughs> would you would you like to get together later and discuss our ages? Or... No, I don't believe I would. My, uh, I'm married. My husband wouldn't like it. <laughs> what sort of work does your husband do? He's a meat cutter. No, he's not going to chase me with a cleaver. <laughs> now then, let's see. Uh, you're Mr. Earl Pollock? Yes, sir. Is that the way you pronounce it? Pollock? Yes, sir. You mind if I call you Earl? At your pleasure, sir. Well, I've had greater pleasures than that. I, I wouldn't sneer at it. Then. How, old, how old are you, uh, Earl? I will be 82 years old next month. Really? Well, how long have you been retired? Well, you get the idea I was retired. <laughs> well, you mean you're still active? Is it because of that beautiful girl standing next to you? I am still active in the civil engineering profession, yes, sir. Is that your civil engineer? Yes, sir. Well, that's quite an achievement to last that long these days. Thank you. The way things are. Did you do any berry picking when you were a lad? No, that was out of my line. Fenneman uh, says you're a grandfather, huh? Twice. Two times. Two times. Huh? How long have you been married? Oh, somewhere in the neighborhood of 50, 52 years. Really, you don't look it. Huh? I'd say you weren't married a day over 40 years. Huh? <laughs> Helen, now about your marriage to this butcher, do you have any little tots running around stealing no. meat out of butcher shops, huh? Uh, I have a six-month-old granddaughter. A granddaughter? Mm-hmm. Well, how old are you again? Thirty-four. See, there's something in berry picking at that, I guess. <laughs> well, aren't you ashamed of yourself? <laughs> you and... You and Helen are both grandparents, but it took you 82 years to do what she did in 34. <laughs> well, I'm certainly confused talking to you two. Earl makes me feel young again, and Helen makes me feel real old again. However, I presume you're both interested in making some money. So let's play your bet your life. All you got to do is run your $20 and more than the other couples, and you get a chance at the big money. Well, here we go. Let's see how high I can bid you $20. You selected Western songs as your category. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? We'll bet all of it. The whole 20. Well, give me the title of this Western song. Play, Jerry. Wagon Wheels. Wagon Wheels. Wagon Wheels is right. And you're on your way with $40. How much? It all again. $40 you're going to bet? Okay. What is the name of this song? Jerry? Heading for the last roundup. Heading for the last roundup. You now have $80. We'll bet all of it. Okay. Okay, Mr. Fielding. $60. We'll bet it all. You're going to bet the $160? Mm -hmm. Yes. All right. Play this one, Jerry. 
Well, our uh, studio audience selected a girl from the telephone company, Groucho, uh, Miss Dolores Deal, and her partner is a special guest, Mayor Durward Loomis. So, folks, would you come in, please, and meet Groucho Marx? Well, uh, the mayor, well, welcome, Your Highness, with the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you always have with you. Mayor Edward Loomis, huh? Shows you how I keep up with current events. I thought Eisenhower was mayor. It's Durward Loomis, Groucho. It's what? Durward Loomis. Durward, oh. Are you really an honest-to-goodness mayor? That's right, I am, Groucho. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here, Your Majesty. Thank you, sir. What are you mayor of? The city of San Fernando, Groucho. Well, congratulations. That's a wonderful honor. It's magnificent. Thank you. Where is San Fernando? <laughs> is that in the United States? San Fernando is in the fastest-growing valley in the world, Groucho, the great San so? Fernando Valley. Is that near Rudy? Uh, I guess not. <laughs> May I, I'll return to you in a moment. We'll start the investigation as soon as I talk to your partner here. You're Dolores Deal? That's right. Is that the way you pronounce it, Deal? That's right, uh-huh. In other words, you're Miss Deal, is that right? Yes, I am. <laughs> and you're from the phone company? Yes. Well, you have a very pretty f- prefix. Uh, <laughs> what is your hometown, uh, Dolores? Oh, I like to say I'm from Junction City, Kansas. Well, I don't mind if you do, but where are you from? <laughs> from Salina, Kansas. How old are you? That is, if you don't mind talking. Huh? Twenty-five. Well, I'll accept that. However, since you're from the phone company, you probably gave me the wrong number just from having <laughs> What branch of the phone company do you work for? In the Beverly Hills office. Beverly Hills? Mm-hmm. Really? I live in Beverly Hills. I know. Are you eavesdropper here? Do <laughs> you ever talk to me when I ask for the operator? No, I'm I'm not an operator. I work as a service representative. Oh. Well, you may not be an operator, but I am, Dolores. You're <laughs> <laughs> a pretty feeble one, too. Uh, Mayor Loomis, let's get back to you. Everything quiet on the political scene? Just at the moment, Groucho, yes. Well, I was just checking. I thought maybe you had a plane ticket to Mexico City in your pocket. Right? <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Are you married, ma'am? Yes, I am, Groucho. How'd you meet your wife? Were you out buying votes and you happened to run into her? <laughs> Not this wife, no. Uh, I worked in the uh, bank. previous and... wife? <laughs> no, this is my only wife, What are you Groucho? getting for votes these days? Uh... Well, I don't know what the current quotation is, but I understand it's getting higher. I remember you could buy a vote for a buck and a half. Now you can just about get a pumpernickel for that. <laughs> Did you ever have any pumpernickel voting for you? Uh, I don't recall it. Uh, they may have been on the rolls. <laughs> Would you like to switch seats with me? There <laughs> you go, Groucho. It seems to me I heard San Fernando was the fastest growing community in the world. Is this true, Mayor? San Fernando Valley is the, the fastest growing area in the world. Uh-huh. San Fernando can't grow anymore. We've reached the limit of our population. Well, have you discussed this with the uh, members of the population? <laughs> I think it's true. Well, why, why do you say this, uh, 
Mayor? The geographical limitations of the area. We are two square miles, and uh, Los Angeles completely surrounds us. How long have you been mayor, Your Honor? Two years, Mr. Marks. Two years, huh? You're just a beginner in politics, huh? What are your plans for the future? Have you got your eye on the governor's chair? Or, or do you plan to head right for the Supreme Court? <laughs> well, Groucho, uh, recently we've opened a new bank in Pacoima. I'm the president of the new bank, and we offer downtown banking services to the Pacoima area. You've only been mayor two years, and already you're opening your own bank? <laughs> Mayor, you may be a tyro politically, but uh, I must say you've got real talent. Uh, well, I'm sure neither of you is averse to winning a lot of money, so let's get down to business. Huh? In the race for the $1,000, the first couple won $320, and the secret word is face. Right, here we go. Let's say Ohio can bid you $20. You selected stars of movies. I'll give you the title of these three pictures, and you tell me the name of the male star who appeared in all three of them. Now, here's your first question. How much of the 20 are you going to try? All of it, huh? Bet the lot. Right. All right, who starred in the road, the Glory Brigade and Samson and Delilah? Victor Mature. Right. You now have $40. Now you have $40. How much are you going to try this time? All of it, huh? All of it. Who starred in Island in the Sky, The Quiet Man, and Sands of Iwo Jima? John Wayne. John Wayne is right. You now have $80. Uh, All of it. Shooting the woods. Still Who right. starred in Ride Vaquero, Corvatus, and Ivanhoe? Robert Taylor. Robert Taylor is correct. <laughs> you now have $160. Oh, God. Are you going to try the whole thing? Yes. Take huh? it up with the... Uh... I think we should. Uh, all right. Okay. Who starred in Carrie, The Beggar's Opera, and Hamlet? Lawrence Olivier. Lawrence Olivier is right. And you wind up with three hundred and twenty dollars. Oh, thank well, you. Thanks very and good much. luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Thank you, Groucho. All right, George, who's next? Well, Groucho, we have a department store buyer and a man from a circus for you. Mr. Norman Carroll and Mrs. Helen Kreider. Would you please come in and meet Groucho Marx? Welcome, kids, to you bet your life. Say the secret word and divide a hundred dollars. It's a common word, something you see every day. Miss Helen Kreider and Mr. Norman Carroll. Helen, is that Miss or Mrs.? That's Mrs., Groucho. Oh. <laughs> okay, I was just checking. <laughs> I'm just wasting any time. Find out early. That's my mind. Now then, you're Norman Carroll? That's right. Or is sir. it Carol Norman? No, Norman Carroll. Where are you from, uh, Norman? I'm from uh, Vincennes, Indiana. I was oh. born about three blocks away from the Wabash River. Is that so? On the banks of the Wabash, huh? Do you remember much about Vincennes? Well, I was remember I was born in a flood, and three days later I got the measles. Hmm. <laughs> Certainly got a good memory. <laughs> you can remember being born during a flood. You weren't on Noah's Ark, were you? No. My folks told me about it. Was it a measles? About Noah's Ark? No, the uh, measles epidemic. Why did you leave Vincennes? Uh, uh, well, I wanted to join the circus. Uh -huh. 
Did you still have the spots on your face at the time? No, I got over that. All right, I guess. Why did you want to join the circus? Was it falling apart? No, I wanted to join... It's an old joke about the Siamese twins or something. No, I joined... No, somebody said, shall we join the ladies? And he says, why? Are they coming apart? This was the Siamese twins. (laughs) I think it's an old George Kaufman joke. What did you do with the circus? Well, I joined the circus as a clown. Well, what made you think that you'd make a good clown? Were you always funny at home? Well, around town, they thought I was funny. Uh-huh. And then I... Did you thought... ever hear the old story of the clown? I think it was Marceline, the French clown. He was very despondent and always wanted to kill himself. When he finally went to a doctor, and the doctor says, What's the matter? He says, Well, I have suicidal impulses. He says, I'm always sad and dejected. He says, Well, what you need is a good laugh. Why don't you go to the circus tonight? And... <laughs> And, and see uh, Marceline the Clown. And he says, I'm Marceline the Clown. That's it's, something like... It's, it's not a very funny story, but uh, it, has, it has a good moral. Well, that's kind of like I joined the circus as a clown and the contract said... As a matter of fact, it's a very dull story, but... Uh, <laughs> but the there are most con- stories that have a good moral like that, and you have to submit to a story like that. Have you heard that story before? No, what I was going to tell you about the contract I had at the circus. You don't like the story I just told you. you do you want to hear about the contract? <laughs> this, uh, well, would you listen to this story I... again if I listen to you? Well, anyway, <laughs> the contract that I had said... You don't care if I ignore your story the same as you ignore mine. I'd like to get an occasional laugh up here, too. You know, it, isn't, you it isn't all beer and all skittles just sitting here. What I was going to say at the beginning... The, the, You're a persistent the fellow, I must say. You've certainly got a one-joke mind, and you're certainly bound on using it. All right, out with it. But I'll warn you, I'm not going to listen to it. I'll pretend I'm listening to it. Well, I started to tell you some a little while ago. That the it was about ten minutes ago. Clown, the contract said, uh, clown, $15 a week, and you make yourself generally useful. This was in Vincent? This is... Where, you, where do you mean? I don't know where I mean. You're telling the story. Right? I'll be willing to listen to this story in any town you name. Seems to me, in fairness to me, that I'm entitled to have some identity about this town. But I, I didn't join the. I left Vincennes with the. I know that's when you had the measles. And, uh, just okay, on with the story. Well, anyway, I was with the circus and I got fifteen dollars a week as a clown. And the lady on the circus, uh, she finally came to me and she said, uh, "You're the unfunniest clown we've ever had." And then she gave me a job selling tickets. I only lasted two weeks. That's what I was trying to tell you all the time. Well, I'm sorry I didn't keep on interrupting you. How were you as a ticket seller? Were you very successful? Well, I'd say just fair. Uh You weren't very good at anything, were you? Kind of sad, the whole thing, isn't it? <laughs> Would you like to hear the story again about Marceline, the clown who wanted to kill himself? I don't. Unless you would. I would. 
I know. I don't want to hear it again. What's what? Helen, uh, what, what sort of work do you do? What sort of work do you do, Helen? I'm a department store buyer, Groucho. Oh, that sounds like a pretty soft job. Uh, how many department stores have you bought recently? None. None? You no. don't? No, no I don't what, buy What department, department stores are, are the story you win? Well, I'm a little hysterical um, from this measles story. <laughs> I'd prefer not to mention the name. Uh-huh. The largest in the West, however. Well, is it uh, is it the May Company? No. Is it Saks? No. The Army Navy store? No. Well, every store in town got a plug but yours. Uh, that ought to get you a big raise when you get back there. Uh, well, now, Norman, let's get back. What sort of work do you do now? Well, I'm with the greatest show on earth now. Oh, you with Orbach, sir? <laughs> See, Helen, there's nothing modest about him. You might as well tell us what circus it is, uh, Norman. Get it over with, huh? Ringling Brothers, Barnum and Bailey Circus, the greatest show on earth. See how shy he is? <laughs> what do you do for the circus, Norman? Well, I'm now I'm the ringmaster, and I do a little barking. <laughs> like, how much is that dog in the window? <laughs> well, tell us about your circus. What is it like this year? Well, I think it's the best show we've had in the 83-year history of this famous circus. We got a little fella called Mr. Miston Jr. Mr. North discovered him over in Belgium. His father was a professor of note, and they brought him here. And he Mr. Says, North's father was a professor in Belgium. This is the little fella, Mr. Miston Jr. That I'm talking about. He works in the center ring. Oh, and where's Mr. North working in the North ring? <laughs> He's the one that goes to Europe and you know, oh, scouts. He doesn't have to watch the circus at all, huh? Well, he sees it in New York when we play Mass oh, Square Garden. He's there. And then, and then he goes go... to Belgium and stays there? And... No, they have... Um, I, I get mixed up talking to you. I do <laughs> have to I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Marks, I can't I understand said... how anybody could get mixed up talking to <laughs> you. Mr. I never get mixed up talking to me. Mr. Marks, I sold a lot of tickets, but honestly, I think it would be the toughest job I ever had in my life to try to sell you a ticket. I wouldn't know what I'd be selling. Norman, you have no idea how tough it would be to sell me a ticket. <laughs> Particularly since I expect four seats for nothing. Well, it's been certainly fun talking to you two, but now it's time to play your bet your life for a chance at the big money. All you have to do is run your $20 and more than our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the big question later. In the race for the $1,000, the first and second couples are tied with $320 each. You selected little or big as your category. All of these well-known places, persons, and things begin with the descriptive words, little or big. Understand that? Mm-hmm. All right. Now, let's see how many you can identify. Here's your first question. You have $20. Now, what will you try? All of Hey, you've got to talk up. They want to hear it. All, all of it? Yeah. Oh, do you agree on this? Okay, you've talked me into it. <laughs> Only if you agree. Huh? Only if you agree. I don't want to argue. I just want to win some money. <laughs> well, write it first. Oliver. All right. All right. What was the nickname for Napoleon? It began with one of the descriptive adjectives, little or big. I, I think it was little Colonel. Little Caesar? Little... For Napoleon. Yeah. Little Caesar. 
No little colonel, I think. Wrong? Oh. Little corporal. Little corporal. Oh. He was flighting with it. Ah, oh, it's a shame. You lost all your money. Sure did. That's not good. I'll give you one question, get this right, and you'll bring your, qu- your money up to $25, which you can split. How many rings in a three-ring circus? <laughs> uh, you want to talk it over? I think it's three. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry you didn't win more. That's all right. Thank Thanks and good luck. This is worth more than the money. I'd rather meet you than win uh, money. It was Mr. wonderful Martin. meeting you. That's crazy about him. I wish he was my next contestant. (laughs) Well, our last couple went broke, and that means that our first two couples who are tied for the chance at the big question get that chance in just one minute for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question. Groucho? When you drive the 1954 DeSoto Automatic with PowerFlight fully automatic transmission... You're driving the most truly remarkable car on the road today. The main reason is simple. DeSoto Power Flight. There's no clutch to bother with. No shifting gears necessary. All you do is turn the key and you're ready to drive. Lightly step on the accelerator and go from a standing start to high-speed cruising in one silk-smooth surge of power. With DeSoto Power Flight fully automatic transmission... It's a breeze all the way. And remember, ladies and gentlemen, the brand new 1954 DeSoto Automatic with PowerFlight automatic transmission is available in two great series, the superbly responsive PowerMaster 6 and the mighty FireDome V8, now delivering a full 170 horsepower. See these famous DeSotos at your DeSoto Plymouth dealer soon. You'll be glad you did, because DeSoto put you ahead automatically. Well, here comes our first two couples who are tied for the chance at the big question, Groucho. Each couple will decide on a single answer and write it down on one of these cards that we've given them. If both couples get it right, we'll split the money between them. Okay, here we go. Joseph Braz, and I'll spell it for you. His first name is J-O-S-I-P, and his second name is capital B-R-O-Z. That's his real name. That's an important figure in current history. For $1,000, tell me, who is Joseph Braz? said George Washington. It happens to be Marshal Tito. Oh, no. And that uh, means that the mayor and the guy from the phone company <laughs> split a thousand dollars. How much do they win? One thousand dollars in the quiz and three hundred and twenty dollars. Uh... That means the mayor won five hundred dollars and one hundred and sixty dollars for his share. That's six hundred and twenty dollars. You can buy for that. Let's see, three hundred and fifty votes. I would say in San Fernando. Oh, Mister, I'll move to San Fernando and vote for you a thousand times. <laughs> well, now what are you going to do with all that money? Going to buy a Gracho special. Oh, fine. And you, Mayor? I think I'll start an account in my new bank, Groucho. Yeah. <laughs> well, 
least he'll have some money in it, even if it's only ours. <laughs> well, congratulations from the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers Thank from you. coast to coast. You bet your life. Thank you. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $1,000. And don't forget Groucho's television show, also brought to you by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember that the dealers who sell the outstanding 1954 DeSoto Automatic with fully automatic power flight transmission also have on display the remarkable new Plymouth, engineered and built to be your best buy in the low-priced field. DeSoto, Plymouth. Two great new cars. Both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember, just be sure to see the DeSoto Automatic Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. You can't control the weather, but you can control your speed. You bet your life. Transcribed from Hollywood is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You Bet Your Life is heard by our armed forces throughout the world. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. It looks like the couples are playing it smart these days and betting it all each round. And once again, we have two couples going for the big prize, and again, one winning it. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. The Shadow returns on Monday, and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny signing off, and have yourselves a great weekend.